pip cheerio, my dear. You're welcome. What was that? You're welcome. With Hillary Rushford. Say it again. You're welcome. In advance. Hello, my dear. From chilly, gray, late fall Brooklyn, this is my last episode from my home office before we leave we think for three months. We are headed to California to quarantine and then spend time with my family. My sister had a new baby. We have a brand new niece and see my parents for Thanksgiving. And then our plan is to stay out on the West Coast just with how cold it is here in uh, New York and how little there is to do once we are not able to go outside anymore with COVID lockdown. So we are very blessed to have the means to try to stay someplace warm and get some sunshine and some more opportunity to be outside. And please follow along on my Instagram stories um, for all the little adventures that we are up to. And speaking of stories, it has yet again inspired today's episode, the community that hangs out with me over there on The Daily is so often what we expand on here more broadly on the podcast. And I've been doing some Q&As about the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal that just went on sale a week or two ago. I'll put the link to that below at elegantexcellencejournal.com. So I have been doing some Q&As about that. What can I answer? How can I help you better understand what the journal is, if it's for you, how it works, um, how it will help and bless your 2021. And a repeating question that has come up, which is really not about the journal specifically. I think it is for all of us at all times, but especially after our 2020. The specific journal question is, I bought the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal last year and I didn't use it all. I didn't use all of the months. You know, I have blank pages. I kind of fell off the wagon and then I got back on and then I got busy and I forgot and whatever again. So do I buy it again? since I didn't fully use it last year. And I think really at the heart, that question is saying, I wanted some freedom, some change. I had a vision for what I wanted myself and my life to be in 2020, and I didn't fully take it. The change didn't fully happen. So do I try again? Now, my answer is a resounding yes. And obviously, initially, as a business answer, you would think, well, of course, I want you to buy my product again. I will say, though, if you're familiar with Enneagram, I am a four. Integrity and authenticity is hugely important to us. So I do not recommend you buy anything that I don't think you will use. Like That's why you don't see me recommending products and clothes left and right even on my Instagram, because if I don't really love a face product or I didn't really love a novel, I'm not going to tell you to put your time, money, and energy into it. And yet specifically to, so specifically to the Elegant Excellence Journal itself, on a practical level, here is my answer. And then I just want to talk more broadly about this concept, whatever it is in our life. But practically for the journal, I don't want you to look at the 2020 failure all the way through your 2021. If you're like, you know, I've got this journal and I only used one of the six months, so shouldn't I just use those five months up in 2021? 
You totally can, but you know every single day you're looking at it as a reminder of, oh, I said I was going to do this this year and I didn't. Like I had all these visions and dreams for 2020 and they didn't come to pass. So I really think there is something energetic to when we try to hold on to those old things. Like when you try to hold on to a piece of clothing and you don't really love it or it doesn't really fit you or it's looking kind of worn, but you just have this perspective of, well, but I felt mo- spent money on it. So I feel guilty parting with it. But it's not actually bringing us joy. It's not actually blessing our lives in the best way that it could. In addition to that, we've got a coupon code for you right now based on whenever you are hearing this. There are brand new workshops for this year that are only for the 2021 owners. You're getting a full 12 months of the journal, whereas the old one we only sold six months. So you're going to run out if you do start. But you're also less likely to get back into it because you don't have the accountability. The accountability of this is specifically dated to remind us to keep returning to it. It is dated and not undated for a reason. And that reason is accountability. I'm sending more emails in 2021 to hold us accountable. I'm hosting those quarterly workshops to hold us more accountable so that I really can support you in what you've said your desire is. But more importantly, energetically, why it is a yes to me that you reinvest in a hope for 2021 that didn't fully come to fruition in 2020 is we constantly look for a thing to change our lives. And when it doesn't work, we think that it's the thing. It's the diet the workout program, the financial software, the church. And I truly believe that we look for these things outside of us, which are incredible things. I have worked out for the first time ever in 2020, thanks in part to having a workout app that I enjoy and I like, and I can do it from anywhere. I can do it in my home gym. I could do it when we were quarantined in uh, Phoenix. Before that, I could do it in Mexico. So yes, having that tool really helped me. But... I went on and off using the tool all year because the pandemic hit and I wasn't suddenly my plan of, okay, great, I'm going to go to Mexico and I'm going to keep working out here. Well, then we got to Phoenix and it was like, who even knows what life is anymore, eh? Like this pandemic is so crazy and we had all these plans for the year and we thought we could control all these things and now we've never felt less in control and we've never had to throw more plans out the window. And so it could have been really easy for me to say, see, the issue is the app. I just need to find a more perfect workout app. And that's the problem. Now, sometimes it is. Let's say that this was a you know, app designed for 65-year-old women. And it's like, really, no offense to 65-year-old women. I'm just thinking of like the workout videos my mom does. Like they wouldn't challenge my muscles as much. They're meant for a different age group. So yes, I need to find the right product for me. But I also need to be honest when is it the product and when is it me? Because the, mo- the, the weeks and months that I wasn't working out, it wasn't because I didn't have the right app. There, the, the app was still the right one for me, but I had to ask myself, why am I not co- coming back to this? There's a saying in Alcoholics Anonymous, it works if you work it, meaning there's nothing magical about the information in the program, as in it won't magically cure you just by hearing it. There's no like, oh, That's it. That's the secret. That's the one piece of information that I needed. But if you do the work, in turn, the the teaching, you turn the teaching into practices. If you use it to shift your actions and your triggers and your responses and your thoughts, you make 
progress. So, so too, for example, in the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal, it's not about you're going to open it to page three and go, oh my gosh, that one sentence changed everything. It's that it's guiding you through the process of doing the work. And to purchase a tool and not use it can be just as insightful, actually, to a certain extent. And I think it's, I think this matters every year. We struggle with this every year, glorifying January 1, glorifying the perfect tool. You know, like I said, it's just, it's the financial software. If I just had the right finances app, then I could get myself out of debt. If I just had the right system, should I put cash into envelopes? Like if I just had the right system, I would be able to figure it out. When in reality, it's about our head and our hearts and our triggers and our stories. And yes, an app or a system supports us in that. I think that is important every year, but especially I think we spent, we are spending so, I think there is so much energy right now on wanting 2020 to be done because this has been a rough year <laughs> that my concern in at the beginning of top of quarter four here is that we're going to put more pressure on our January 2021 than ever before. And we already kind of did it last year because we were headed into a new decade. It was this glorious round number. And so I think a lot of people had even more expectation for themselves in 2020 than ever before. And as we know, it wasn't magic. (laughs) And so I think we can learn from that and say, let's make sure we don't say, It's going to be all about January and we're going to redo it this year. We're going to get all new tools, especially anything new that you tried in 2020. Know that it was 10 times harder. So you're like, I tried working out for the first time. I tried taking care of my finances. I tried using the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal. And it was it was not as easy as I thought. I didn't utilize it as much as I thought. And you're like, well, right, you know, pandemic and racism and election. We had a lot going on. So I don't think any of us were using the things come March, April, May that we thought we were going to in January. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't the right investment then and that it isn't the right investment now. I would love to meditate more. Um, I've first probably downloaded like the Headspace and Calm apps, I don't know, maybe four years ago now, maybe even longer than that. I feel like it was maybe before I ever met Jeremy. So I do not have a regular meditation program at all. (laughs) I've had little spurts and starts, but it's not the app. It's not because I haven't figured out the right app. I keep using the Calm app. It is just about how do I make the time for it? And why am I not making the time for it? Why am I resistant to sitting down and doing this? What else am I choosing to do instead with those 10 minutes? Why is that? How do I feel about that? And those are the questions that I use the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal to get clear on whether it has been my finances or working out or meditation or any of those things. It's about having a place where we come back to ask the questions and really take ownership that it is us and not the not the app or the program. There are five years of of teaching in Elegant Excellence Goals Journal of my Elegant Excellence journey at this point. And a key component of the journal is consistently going back to ask ourselves these thoughts, to to take ownership and notice ourselves, that we pause weekly or daily or whenever we're feeling behind or disappointed in ourselves, and we check in on our thoughts, our priorities, our calendar, 
what we said we wanted, where we're at, why, what's changed, what we want to change, because change is challenging. If change was easy, we would all have lost the 10 pounds and be eating gluten-free and out of debt and all of the things that if we look at traditional New Year's resolutions, people are putting on there year after year after year because change is challenging. And it's the very reason that I created this journal. And really, truly, I created it first and foremost for myself. And I have seen the immense change myself. But that doesn't mean I have used every page perfectly. And I've shared on Instagram how I, I stopped using, I completely stopped using the journal in like, April, May. I mean, what what was happening with the pandemic? Who had plans? Who, who emotionally knew what they were going to feel like the next day? I mean, that was just totally giving yourself so much peace, freedom, permission, letting everything go. Used it again for a, new, uh, for a few months and uh, really was blessed by it. And then in September, I got so busy that I forgot to slow down. I got into the same mental trap that I'm too busy to have time to slow down. And it wasn't until I sat down with it on September, I'm sorry, October 1, to go, what the heck happened to my September? How did I get so off? I thought I was ahead. I thought my goals were reasonable. Why am I so overwhelmed? And I went, oh, I was not using my journal. And so when things got crazy, I didn't notice. I didn't slow down to say, why Why did we get behind this week? And the fact that we are behind, what are we going to do because of it? I've paid for... Um I've paid money for the Calm app and didn't use it for so long. I've paid for my uh, my fitness app and did not use it every month of the year. Now, let us be clear. There's a difference between fiscal irresponsibility. If I was paying $300 a month for a Pilates membership and I'm not going month after month, yes, I need to be honest with myself. But if I'm paying... a month for something and I miss a month here or there, but I know this is still a worthy element in my life I want to embrace. I want to keep meditating. I want to keep working out more. So I have paid 100-ish so dollars year after year for those support tools in my life to embrace them a little more and a little more rather than saying, well, I now if I decide, you know what, meditation's really not for me, great, then I let go of the app. But if I say, I still do want to be someone who is more mindful, I want to be someone who moves my body, I want to be someone who uh, is is more aware of my productivity, has less productivity, guilt, creates more space in my life, is more of an essentialist. You know, people spent, those who bought the 2020 journal back when it was just a six-month journal individually, you paid $47 for that, uh, you know, that, that support. Great. That was an investment that you were declaring you want a life in which you feel more proud of, peaceful in, more organized, less overwhelmed, more self-aware. So forgive yourself for what happened in 2020. Forgive yourself. Celebrate yourself for the fact that you spent 50 bucks saying you wanted to be a better person. And you know what? 12 months later, you are a better person. It may not have been through the exact perfect use of every page that you expected, but in the midst of the pandemic and race relations and fires, hurricanes, murder hornets, and the election, I think we've all done pretty well. Your desire for who you want to be, what you want your life to look like and feel like, hasn't changed. 
And we don't want to hold on to 2020 as this constant reminder of, of the, the opportunities that we lost and the things that didn't come to be. Every single one of us has had to release and relinquish investments, time and energy, ideas, so much that we had to release in 2020 that I think to actually release it is so much healthier because you didn't do anything wrong in 2020, my friend. You didn't fail in wanting change and not achieving it. You did the best you could with a crazy year, and now we're going to let that go and come into the new year. And honestly, I'm really speaking from my own experience of previous years. Over many, many years now, I've used two different dated journals at different times. I used a goal-setting journal that wasn't everything that I needed it to be. It had gaps and I was still struggling, which is why I created my own in the Elgin Excellence Goals Journal. And then I have a dated prayer journal. Neither one of them have I ever filled out perfectly. I've had entire months, multiple months that were left empty. And yet every year I have continued to invest in the new one. And I didn't say because I wanted that, that I didn't want to carry it over and keep telling myself, oh, remember, you don't pray as much as you say you want to pray. Like, let's just find some blank pages in here because ultimately I'm not paying for the individual pages. My own Elegant Excellence Goals Journal, it's not filled out perfectly. I just told you I, I missed April and May and September, but my life has been changed by it. It is not about perfect pages. It's a lifestyle that you want. And this is true again for anything that we are going into. It's not about the perfectionism of how many exact days did I work out or did I do my financial system exactly right. It's saying I want to be someone who makes healthier choices for my body, healthier choices with my money. I want to see progress there. And you asked for more accountability when it comes to all of this, which is why I've added in four workshops through the year, more email reminders, and why I continue to keep it a dated journal so that we have that accountability to move forward together. I am still learning and growing in this myself. That's another reason why I created the workshops is because I'm having new insights and ahas at every moment. And I th I think that that is so important to share because it it, it speaks to change is challenging and there are so many layers of the onion. I by no means have arrived at being perfectly productive, the perfect essentialist. I continue to work on this and that's why, you know, we we have so many goals, we have so many books, we have so many experts on weight loss and exercise, finances, divorce, parenting, productivity, morning routines. I mean, the things in life that really matter are hard. They are challenging. And therefore, when we try them one year and we don't really fully take advantage of it, we don't want to be the person that says, oh, you know what? Well, it was that tool or I'm just not someone who can do that. We, we honor what our desire was the year before and say, I still want to have a better marriage. I still believe in the value of a morning routine or whatever it is for you. I believe there's that phrase, we can do hard things. And I'll be honest, that does not real resonate with me a lot. A lot of people that I look up to and admire love that phrase, we can do hard things. I mean, hard things just sounds hard. <laughs> and like, I just, it's not the way I want to go throughout life. It feels kind of masculine and aggressive to me to be like, oh, we're going to do hard things. I think I'm like, 
can I do graceful things? Can't I do beautiful things? So that phrase doesn't resonate very well for me. However, I understand the intention of it, which is saying that so often we make the mistake of thinking because it's hard, we're doing it wrong. We, we don't have the aptitude for it. We aren't talented. We shouldn't have hope in that area. We just have the wrong tool. And in that is why I think that phrase is important, is not to tell us grin and, and grit and bear it and be like, grr, I'm going to do hard things, but to like sort of put your hand on your heart and be like, these things are hard. It's not you. It's not you. This is life. It's, you're not doing anything wrong. It's not harder for you than anybody else, which I don't mean to like dismiss anything anyone's going through, but sometimes I think we beat ourselves up like we're remedial, you know? It's one thing if you're like, dude, I lost my mother, I got cancer, I had a miscarriage, like, yeah, but things maybe are harder for you than your neighbor. That is totally valid. But I think a lot of times the energy is, uh, what is wrong with me? Why is it so hard for me to start a business, to not be stressed out during the week, to, to do the things I say I want to do? So my heart of the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal, and also for those of you that are entrepreneurs, as we head into the Elegant Excellence Mastermind in 2021, is that together we can do hard things a little more gracefully this year. We can do hard things a little better together this year. And we're going to use the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal to do that. We're going to meet quarterly in the workshops. I'm going to send you some email love notes. You're going to be following me on Instagram stories to continue to see how I'm using it. We can do hard things when they are the things that really matter. And we can feel more graceful in them as time goes by because we get better at it. As I have been doing this work over the years, I am better at it and I give myself more grace when I'm not. That is such a double blessing and why I am so passionate about keeping the price point so low for this tool adding in discounts, adding in more features, because I really believe that it is so powerful. This, this whole concept of giving ourselves grace, living the lives that we want, uh, really prioritizing the things that matter, not constantly being exhausted and hustling and behind and frustrated and disappointed. And that as we do that work, we get better at it, which is a huge win, but also, when we get out of that place of feeling so stuck and hopeless and self-loathing, which is just something I can struggle with a lot, when we get out of there and start to feel a little bit of the progress, we then start to give ourselves more grace. The better I get at this, the more gentle I am with myself when I'm not doing it well. And I wish that we could be gentle with ourselves when we're doing it the worst and we're the farthest from it. But I think that that is the reality that if I can, if you will let me help you by joining us in the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal in 2021, if you're an entrepreneur, joining us in the mastermind, even just energetically being present in this community on stories, on Instagram, et cetera, that we just are in this posture of saying, we want to get better at these things this year and we also see we're going to be even more gracious with ourselves when we do. And that's that's a double momentum that is so precious. So whatever it is in your life, take ownership over it. Not as in blaming yourself that it's happening or that you haven't perfected it yet, but to realize you have the power. You are the power in this situation. 
that it's our mindset, our self-awareness. It's not a magic diet or app or product. And I think there is so much freedom in that because it stops us from constantly chasing the thing outside of us, yet also, really fine line, not beating ourselves up, but seeing our own strength and possibility to say, I actually, I already have these great tools in my life. I'm I, I know what the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal is, and I've got that right there. It's so affordable, and I, I, I trust Hillary, and I'm on board with this mentality. So great. I'm just going to take that tool that's right in front of me, and I acknowledge I do have the power within me to notice my mind, to notice my thoughts, and to not feel like there is some secret that is outside of me if I just keep chasing for the perfect magic thing, nor am I broken if it's hard. Because it is hard to change, and yet we're all going to do it together. And don't wait until January 1. If you want the Elegant Excellence Goals Journal, get it while it is still in stock. And we have our first workshop at the beginning of December before it even arrives, because we are not going to wait for January 1, 2021 to have a fresh start. We're going to start to dream now and plan now for who we want to be in this year and beyond. Oh, wait. One more thing. Don't miss this. Before you go, love. P.S. Something I'm loving lately are our conversations over on stories. If you have not taken a part in them, uh, while they are still live, if you are listening to this live, you can find them on my profile pinned as vote and vote to. Over about the last month or two, I'm not quite sure when we began, we've been having some challenging conversations about politics with the heart of listening to those who are voting for the opposite candidate and why they were voting for that person. This is a conversation we started way back at episode 17 of the podcast, long before there was a election we were talking about, the, the seat of president. It was simply this idea of what if we could say that someone who had an opposite viewpoint of us on an issue what if we really believed we were both coming from love? If we were both coming from kind, compassionate, empathetic hearts and happened to have a different idea about what the best solution forward was and really trying to not deny our own views and not necessarily change one another's minds, but just be able to coexist more in this middle space where we have more grace, curiosity, compassion, and empathy in a culture that I see has so much vitriol and division and such judgment for people that feel differently to us. And truly, your not only the vulnerable things that you've shared along the way, but specifically as we concluded it the night before, uh, night or two before the election, the things you shared about how much it has blessed you and helped you over the last month or two was really shocking to me. It was humbling that I just kind of had this idea and took this leap and wasn't sure how it would be responded to. And it has been 99% so richly positive that I just feel a lot of hope. Because again, this is not about one specific uh, election. It's not necessarily about elections in, ge in general at all. But it really is about trying to be more of a community of respect here at Dean Street, but then also that that flows out into, you know, our, our real live relationships of our friends and our family and all of that. So I just want to encourage you to go over, take a look at those if it's something that 
speaks to you. Obviously, the election itself is over, but we're not looking for who was right or wrong or who won. We're just being curious to go, huh, I didn't know you felt that way. Oh, I hadn't heard anyone say it like that. Who was on the other side as me or who was on the same side as me? And 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 how does that uh, just open up my mind and my curiosity? So I am just so incredibly honored I've said this before, but it's one of the things I am most proud of, that we have people in this community who disagree with me and with one another, and that we are all not homogeneous. We are not the same age or religion or vocation or socioeconomic background or sexual orientation or or ethnicity, any of the things. The fact that we have this diversity here gives me such hope for the future. It gives me such hope for my style book coming out and really desiring to speak to all of those women, not just women who like, you know, a skinny jean and a navy and white striped shirt. Like, that's fine, but we don't all have the same style. We are unique. We do have that diversity, but we all care about beauty. And so too, I think we all care about love. We all care about our neighbor. We all care about our children. We all care about our safety and our future. And I'm just incredibly honored to have had that conversation. So thank you to every single one of you that chimed in, commented, DM'd, shared, and we will continue this conversation, just not specifically having to do with the election, but it just is Uh, the ethos and the culture of what has always been Dean Street. And we will continue to lean into that even more because it has resonated with us so much in this season. Till next Wednesday. 